When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here with definitely a very busy man this week, the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump, Mr. President. Wow. New year, new war crimes. <laughs> Is that your slogan for your election? Well, I don't know. It seems like it might work. We're testing. Obviously, we've got great people, tremendous people on the uh, in the marketing department doing our ads, which are going really quite well, if we're being totally honest. So we're going to see a, a few different slogans, but... New year, new war crimes. So far, that seems like a strong one. I mean, let's just get down to business, Mr. President. Could you let's speak just... up? You sound like a lot of the tech stuff people we've had where it's like some smooth <laughs> DJ sitting in the <laughs> yes. back, you know, okay. ready okay. to play some Miles Davis records or some other I'm nonsense. Sorry. Yeah, I know. This is a sleeping baby who doesn't have his pacifier. And Maybe he, we need uh... to get some sterilization for the tech stuff people because they, <laughs> they all seem to be having a lot of babies. <laughs> Let's play the word association game, okay? I'm going to say a name, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? General Qasem Soleimani. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We got Qbert. We call him Qbert. He was a bad guy. And we took him out. You know, I was very tough. I made a very tough decision to launch a drone from like 8,000 miles away because I'm a warrior too. Well, and we took him out you, and President? he's done and we did it. And Qbert, game over. Doot, 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 doot. <laughs> Didn't you used to talk shit about President Obama for using the drones? Well, Obama was a totally different story. He was very weak and very weak on Iran, very weak on a lot of things. And we were very tough. We made a tough decision. And we, you know, I had a great drone, you know, and I don't think that I was. You know, That's his name, great drone. Well, I put myself in great danger, obviously, by doing this because I, I'm a bit, you know, I went to military school and I'm kind of a, a tough warrior as well. And this guy talked a lot of trash, and he will not be talking anymore about anything. How was it such a tough decision? Can you explain the decision-making process? Well, my advisors came in, and they gave me a bunch of options. They were like, we can bomb these sites. We can do the sanctions. We love the sanctions. And then they put one more option on the list, and they, you know, it was called the extreme option. And nobody expected me to pick it. And I said, why don't we blow Muslim Qbert, you know, let him meet Allah, okay? 
who we know is not real. It's a uh, Jesus Christ as a great Christian. We know that's that's the Lord and Savior. So I said, why don't we send him to his God and he can meet John McCain while he's there because, you know, he's going to the God down below. And we sent him there and everybody in the room, when I said, let's pick the kill option, was very surprised. You know, jaws dropped. Everybody, somebody dropped a glass of water. Everybody was very stunned because I was so tough. Now, the fake news will say things like, oh, everybody thought I wasn't going to pick that. They thought it was wrong. That's fake news. They were just amazed at really how tough and how brave I was to kill a, a soldier from 8,000 8 8, miles away via drone. Well, it's not, not the bravest thing you've done. Well, I do a lot. Thank you. It's finally somebody. Right? I, I do tremendous brave things all the time. I There was that time I, I had a threesome in the 80s with no condom. That was, as I told Howard Stern, that was my Vietnam. Uh, I, I, I didn't. I thought you never used condoms. Didn't you say well, that you I, never... no, but in the 80s, it was a little iffy. Yeah, I, I mean, I still didn't use them, but it took a lot more courage in the 80s. <laughs> Than any other decade, just because well, of AIDS. You know what? Because sometimes these Mike Pences would walk around lying and pretending to be straight, so they might get one of my, you know, one of my models a little bit of the high C drink, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and we're talking fruit punch. That's I understand. Tondra, that's bars. That is gay <laughs> bars, and I'm not talking about the one BGMP attends. Or as Cosmopolitans, when mother's out of town, I'm talking uh, about rhymes about the gay people who we love. We love the LGBTQ Pence people, great people. Some, well, a few of them, most of them are kind of, kind of gross, if we're being totally honest. But, Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? This is the podcast, and believe me, the MAGA, I don't know if you know this, but the MAGA people, LGBTQ Pence is not really high on their list of priorities. The point is... In the 80s, some of these down-low people, as they call it, would walk around and they were Pence's, but they'd act like they were Trump's. And some of the models, you know, would be uh, doing foolish things with them. So to sleep with some of these women in the 80s without protection was brave. It was tough. It was brave. But I'm here because I'm the toughest and the bravest. And Qbert Suleiman, whatever his name is, General... Souffle is no longer here. Now, Mr. Oops, President. Was, uh, is somebody have the high C in the background? <laughs> no, no, no one has the high C in the background. <laughs> Mr. President, you have a lot of Americans who are upset with you over this decision. There have been terrorist uh, they're kind of, threats. They're kind of fake Americans. You know, you support your president if you're a real American. But there have been terrorist threats on our nation. There is actually an $80 million bounty uh, for your head. Now, my well, first, my too first bad question, because maybe... I spent over $80 million just on my hair. So <laughs> sorry, poor people in the terror nations. You're going to have to do better than that. I was going to ask you, do you think $80 million, how do you feel about the price tag put on your head for $80 million? Well, I could low, just pay. Too... You know what? Why don't I go over there? I'll take some of my money. I'll just give them $80 million and say, shoo. I don't think it works like that. I think they want you dead. Well, they're tough. They're tough. I'll give them that. They're tough negotiators. 
We'll say 85 million and leave me alone. Final offer. <laughs> you know you're you're upping <laughs> the price on your own head. You know that, right, Mr. President? Well, I'm going to walk in there and say, "Look, I found my head. Here's 85 million. Leave me alone." Okay. <laughs> Play your terrible Middle Eastern music and get out of my face. You don't pay the money. They're going to give you money to kill yourself, which you wouldn't get to spend that money. But they want you dead. Well, that's an even better deal. I'll take the money. Yeah. Tell them I'm going to kill myself and then I'm not going to do it. I don't think they're just going to go on your it's word. It's called the person. art of the deal. It's called that, the art of the deal. These people. Looks like will... I just got $80 million richer. They, they're going to shoot you on site. More Mr. than Obama's President. book deal, I'll tell you that much. I always, for, you two had to take a dig at McCain before, and now another dig at Obama. Why don't well, you worry you know about what? problems you know you what? I'm tired of his daughter. You tired of her? Megan McCain. You know what? If you you're blonde like and have big breasts in America, that is like a full bank account, and she has spent all her credit. She might Bars. as well be a, she might as well be a brunette with, uh, you know, breast cancer scars. Oh Jesus! Yeah, basically she's gone from Dolly Parton to Tig Notaro. I mean, Mr. President, that's very mean. Well, I, I may hey, Tig might be great. I love her first name. I sometimes I want to call her Tigga, but you know the <laughs> truth is, on the looks, we're just talking the looks. We're not being PC. I'm just saying, on the looks, <laughs> Megan and McCain had the Dolly Parton qualities, and but she might as well be Tignataro. Uh, Tigga. <laughs> Tigga, please. Put on a shirt, Tigga. Uh, so this $80 million bounty doesn't make you nervous at all? Doesn't, um, you, you think it's going to affect, how do you think it's going to affect you in the presidential race because I mean if this was a rapper you would have the most insane street cred so well I don't want to spoil it but we Kanye and I are putting out an album uh, around the convention really can you it's, tell us some details well it's going to be called 80 million dollar bounty <laughs> and I'm going to be wearing a bulletproof vest on the cover mocking 50 cent why are you going to mock 50 Cent? Did he go because, after you? Well, you know what? What you know, Beef is always good for album sales. You should have and something And by the else. way, Power is a terrible show. You should keep it with a beef with like something with Iran or Iraq or... Well, I some... like racks. No, I'm talking like the reason it's the $80 million First bounty. track, Iran to Iraq. But it doesn't mean what you think. <laughs> it means I saw Meghan McCain and I ran to those big, as Kanye would say, those dig old biddies. <laughs> that is fucking funny. Mr. President, let's get serious for one minute. Meghan please. McCain is like a sexy footstool. You're just being mean. Are you that? I I think you're displacing all your feelings about what is going on right now with our country and with Iran and just being mean to people. 
Let's 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 focus on you. I Mr. call. Parker. Excuse me. I called her sexy. When does that mean? You made fun of her though, also in the same sentence. Well, she's short and chubby. Comes with the territory. <laughs> but at least some of that chubbiness went into those whatever cups they are. Those are. Would you guess? Are, I'd say double H cup. <laughs> H for hell, where her father is. God. Uh, that's so. Mr. President, you're being awfully mean tonight. I think it's because you're in a bad mood after everything that's going on. Excuse me, I'm actually in a great mood. It's called a great mood. You're in, you call this a great mood. Well, you're, that's what you, normally people, not people associated with the fake news and people with people coughing in the background, you know, text up people showing up in 2020 with God knows what happening behind them. We're, we're in a great mood here at the White House. People are very angry with you. George Lopez, comedian, he tweeted that. Can you put that, that in quotes? Can you put comedian in quotes? Because the next time he says something funny will be the first time. Oh, you hear that, George? Roast battle time. But he tweeted, we will do it for half. Talking about killing you for 80 million. He and says, that's why we need the wall, because the Mexicans are always coming <laughs> trying to take jobs for cheap from great Americans. Okay? I, if somebody's going to shoot me for 80 million dollars, I want it to be one of our great MAGA people. Not some Mexican who cheated on his wife, though I do respect that. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it for 40 million. Bug my eyes out. <laughs> Random Spanish phrases. But there are other people who are very upset with you as well. Are and they honestly, MAGA people? But are, they are they our great Republicans in the Senate? I think the saddest thing about it is that this whole Iran thing between you and Iran is taking attention away from what's really horrible that's going on in the world with the fires in Australia. That is awful. Do you have anything to say about that, Mr. President? Just to change topics for a minute, because most likely we're going to talk about you and Iran the whole time. So, but what do you think? See those I pictures? I think that for too many years, Australia has sent all these actors, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Chris Hemsworth, all these actors, to take jobs from our great American actors like Vince Vaughn, Tim Allen... John Voight, Gary Sinise, some of our great patriotic thespians. Okay, not thespian, not to be confused with BGMP. So what are you saying? I'm saying that sometimes when you mess with America, God lights your country on fire and your koala bears get burned up with hellfire, which is probably the same fire that's burning up John McCain as we speak. Mr. President, that is such an awful thing that you think because Australian actors are taking roles from American actors, that's the reason God put Australia on fire? Remember, excuse me. Remember how we had all these fires in very weak California? Yes. Yeah. The fires were going after the Australian actors. So then it got cold here and God sent the fires to Australia. And now it's not such a good day, mate. <laughs> that that is it's called most... a bidet. It's called a a bad bidet, bad a bidet, a bad day, a bidet. That's what bidet really means. <laughs> bad day is bidet. It's a bidet, mate. <laughs>
A lot of mates. I don't really think that is the cause of the fires in Australia. It just gets very dry there because of global warming, which you deny global warming, but it is hotter than ever in Australia, and that's why these fires are happening because it's well, very dry. the descendants dry. of British criminals, who, by the way, were our enemy, we had to break free from, from England. I don't know if you know, not a lot of people know this, but we actually broke free from England. So if England was so bad, we had to break free from them. Imagine how bad their criminals that were sent to Australia were. I say good riddance, crocodile. Who cares? Crocodile dummy. Who cares what happened all those years ago? Who cares? We're talking about right now. Have you have any beef with Australia right now? Australia is like probably the most peaceful, peaceful country in the whole entire world. Why? Because a few chicks go there to study abroad and get banged by like some <laughs> poor man's version of Chris Hemsworth. Then they come back to our country saying, no worries. We don't say no worries. We say no problem. Or we say, get the fuck out of my way. When I hear people say no worries, it reminds me of people saying happy holidays. That's not what we do. It's called Merry Christmas. So these, so just because you've been to Australia, you say no worries? Have you ever met people? Well, this is going back a few years, but I, I know say no worries. Are... I never been to Australia. I say well, no worries. you obviously it it started like twenty no years ago. Well, no worries. You know, Hakuna, Hakuna, shut the fuck up. That's what I say to the no worries people. Always worry. We have Iran. We have Iraq trying to get us, and we're not going to let them. But it might be good to worry a little bit. So Iraq also voted to kick Bobby out McFerrin, never trust a black. And he said, don't worry, be happy. And I say, worry. <laughs> Just worry. <laughs> Bob Marley, you know, another black. No worry. What, did it, what was his song? Uh, no worry, no cry. No woman, no cry. Well, you know what? That may be Mike Pence's motto. <laughs> But Iraq voted to kick out the United States. Is that what recently just happened? Well, they're not going to kick us out. And if they kick us out, we're going to give them sanctions. We're going to make them pay for all the work we've done. Uh, so it's, I'm not too afraid, if we're being totally honest. I am not. We're not nervous because Iraq, if there's one thing I know, it's racks. And I tell you, that's one rack we're not going to let go. I have grabbed many racks without permission, and so I hope Iraq doesn't think they're going to be the first rack to get away from me. Mr. President, I think you should be taking this issue a little more seriously. Well, I, am, I will be getting back to the very serious issues, but I'm doing the podcast for the people. No, I understand that. But yeah, well, you could say thank you. Thank you. We You're not are... welcome. <laughs> Well, then why do you have me say thank you? If because you have you... to show respect. And then for me to show respect that you have to show disrespect right back? You must learn. <laughs> thank you, Sensei. We are not equals. I'm the president and you're tech stuff, Bill. Well, you are the president, but I definitely wouldn't want to be in your shoes right now, for sure. So you don't think Iraq's going to kick us out. Did you hear about this? How I think it was Iran and Russia doing these 
drills together. They're they're armed forces. Did you hear about this, Mr. President? Well, I hear a lot of things. Fake news. Well, I hear a lot of things, and obviously Russia has their own concerns. But we love Russia. Putin's a tough leader, and I know he's not going to do anything to hurt us because we have a so. we have a strong relationship, Putin and I. It's very close. He's always been very honest and tough with me, so I respect that. And Iran just needs to watch it. We don't want to start a war, but you know what? If they don't get the lesson from Cubert, you know, getting popped off, then maybe we'll have to teach them some more lessons. We'll blow up a bunch of Iranian cultural sites, which people say is a war crime. And I say, you know what? We'll see. <laughs> the best explanation for that. What is did it? You just, I mean, did you just say you, you popped him off? Did you just say that assassinating the general Soleimani, you popped him off like like you're in the hood? Well, you know what? I have uh, a lot of African-American street cred. I didn't know you had that much. More than you know. Who's going to step to me? I'm sure a lot of people, to be honest with you, Mr. President. A lot of people are not happy with you. Well, like the great big-breasted Kirsten Dunst said, bring it on. <laughs> you love to quote movies, don't you? Well, especially, have you ever seen Melancholia at Kirsten Dunst? Normally I would just call her Kirsten because Kirsten's a fake name. Right. But when I, when I saw that rack, I said, I'll make an exception. You can... You can call yourself whatever fake name you want. But she's now with that that Jesse Plemons guy. The guy, he looks like Matt Damon with a shellfish allergy. Well, someone watches TMZ. You don't know who Jesse, you ever see Breaking Bad? Yeah. Remember Todd, the redheaded guy with the white supremacist group? Yeah, he was also in... That's Jesse Plemons. Oh, he was also... Plemons is plowing Kirsten Dunst's... Good for him. Well, he's, she he's obviously has issues. He was in Friday Night Lights, the TV show. He was in a lot of stuff. You know, it's like Kirsten Dunst said, well, I can't get Matt Damon, so I'll get his his bloated chromosome-lacking cousin. <laughs> you're just on a tear today, just roasting everyone. I could tell you're upset, Mr. President, because you're usually not this hurtful. Well, there's going to be a whole lot of hurt if I'm not elected again in 2020, which, of course, we know I will be, but... A lot of people, you know, you know the plans with the GIMP. I mean, I know, I know the plans with the GIMP, but I think it's, to be that's, honest with you, that's big game, this, Mike Pence, for everybody who's new yes. to the show in 2020. You are making history right now. You're almost getting impeached. You are just possibly, maybe starting a war, and you're running for your re-election, all in the same year. Has there, has there ever been a president who's done that? And doing a podcast. And doing a podcast on top With of all Patreon it. content. <laughs> With extra content for the listeners. And a movie review coming out this week from patreon.com backslash MPGA. But, you um, just say slash. I always say backslash just so you can correct me, Mr. President. Well, we'll see. The I think it's important that people realize that they see how weak Obama was. He couldn't deal with even one of these things. I'm dealing with so much, still doing great podcast, and I think we are in a great position. 
that you're using drones just like him. I would expect you actually well, to Well, he used go... black drones. What, what color were your drones? Red, white, and blue. So you had the American flag drone flying in there? I did. So do you think black would be more camouflage in the sky versus a red, white, and blue uh, July 4th rocket flying at you? Well, I'm not sneaky like sneaky Islamic Obama. <laughs> I want to be very proud of our country, and I want Qbert and all his souffles to know that when I send a bomb, it comes with Uncle Sam's colors. Well, you still Uncle use Sam, though, I'm not sure. But like we, I think we need to change it from Uncle Sam to Father Donald. <laughs> Like we put up, you remember those posters? We want you, like the military recruiting posters. Right. You're gonna put up Father Donald posters. We want you in all strip clubs. I like we want you, and then instead of the finger pointing out, you grabbing a hooker by the puss. Well, they have dirty pussies, so I would grab them by the tit. Obviously, you're an amateur. <laughs> Uh, my apologies. Um, so maybe someone cleaner. So you grab him by the puss because I think that would be funny. But it's your, it's your, uh, it's your country. I just live in it. Well, somebody finally got the message. We love that. We love when we see the learning. No more Common Core. We got great learning now under Father Trump. Uh, Father Trump. Maybe we should call America the Fatherland. I don't think that's ever been used. Um, no, motherland, not fatherland, though. So you might have something there. Mr. President, I know you, you went through Netflix, which congratulations again on. Went through it like the grotto at the Playboy Mansion. Now, did you see the Golden Globes last night? We watched a little bit of the Golden Globes. Obviously, BGMP wanted to watch the red carpet. What do you and think of Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais is a mediocrity. You know, he likes, he's not PC, so we like that, but he's kind of a weak stand up comic. I think he thinks he's better than he is. The monologue was pretty good, though. Well, but then he says stupid things, and then he like, they're not even jokes. He's like, Judy Dench ate her own pussy. And then is like, is that a joke, or is that just you saying something stupid? Uh, I guess shock value sometimes equals well, comedy. Yeah, well, that's, that's weak. Okay. You want shock value? I'll give you a Ted Nugent, you know, singing a song about banging some 16 year old. That's shock value. Okay. That is shock value. I wanted to <laughs> ask you about a couple of things during the Golden Globes. First, Selma Hayek's outfit. Well, we had to get a new TV <laughs> because Why? it is covered in creamsicle. <laughs> if Selma Hayek wanted to. If she wanted to do like maybe, and I think I suggested this on a previous episode, if we're, if you remember, if she wanted to do a Kim Kardashian sort of exchange program, I would give up the border wall if she would, you know, open up and accept my refugees. But, you know, we would let in, how about this, Salma? I'll let in thousands of Mexicans which if kind of Mexicans? Let, if you let in millions of baby Trumps, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's called cum. 
she should put, you know, she should put a, you know, she could put like a welcome sign that says, come on in. And then I would do the same for all the great Mexican people that are, you know, like Which her. Kind of Mexicans? She, well, we got to start with the Mexico Mexicans. <laughs> We're not nice. ready. You know, she's a Mexican Mexican. So we would let them in. Obviously, if she has a friend that looks like her, that's a Guatemalan Mexican. Mm-hmm. Well, we might be able to arrange, uh, you know, a sister program for the Guatemalan Mexicans. But Salma Hayek is like one of the great specimens walking the earth. She she looked good for sure. I would I would love to be in a room alone with her and Ivanka. That's the level. <laughs> that's the level of quality I put Salma Hayek at. Did you, I mean? Did you see her? Yeah, yeah, amazing. It was like two Mexican basketballs <laughs> smuggled into the Golden Globes. Wouldn't it be soccer balls? I don't think they even play basketball. Mexico. Well, I don't think. I also think they were bigger than soccer balls. Okay, you got a point there. What do you think about a couple basketballs of are orange, and I can guarantee you she'd have some orange on her. No, well, yep, creamsicle orange, right? Who? Okay, so. I want to ask you about three different things at the Golden Globes. The first thing, uh, two movies that won uh, drama, 1917. What do you think of that? Well, you know, it was. It would have been a faster movie if they had had two blacks running instead of two whites throughout the movie. Because obviously it took, you know, it was like a two-hour movie with whites running, but if it had been blacks, it would have been an 85-minute movie. <laughs> But I think what's important that we recognize is that we have a Rotten Oranges episode later this week. And I don't want to give away all the good movie content because I'm doing my 10 best movies Uh, of the year. That's right. And here's a hint. The last black man in San Francisco, high on the list. Wow. That's impressive. I didn't see it, but I like the idea. And then there was that movie Gangnam Style, which I liked a lot. Some people call it Parasite, but I know it was just a it was Gangnam Style video. I didn't see it. And then, uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to talk mostly movies. We can talk TV if you want, but the movies we're going to save for the Patreon Patriots later this week. Sure. But Salma well, Hayek. Yes. I'd like to get in her kayak. Well... <laughs> Never heard that expression before, but oh, I've never I seen Salma Hayek. I mean, Melania. I you know I'm gonna have Melania probably have to get some augmentation so we can role play. <laughs> you know, talk gibberish, talk Spanish. Well, she already talks a foreign language, so I'll just pretend whatever Transylvanian shit she's saying is is Mexican. We'll do some cocaine, and you know, they she don't could, do drugs. Well, we use powdered sugar. It's role play. Okay. And uh, but Salma Hayek, if you want to be, if you want to free, if if you are a generous person, as you were generous with your cleavage last night, you can do the Kim Kardashian thing. She has freed the blacks thanks to her generosity. You have it in your power to free the Mexicans. Well, you heard it, Salma. So give Mr. President a call. Have you uh, heard not of the just show? a call? Okay, it's called Pussy. I got gotcha. you. Have you ever heard of the show uh, Rami? Rami? Rami, I think it's called. Rami. No. Well, it's, a, it's about a um, comedian who is Muslim, and it's about his life in New Jersey. 
And, oh, I uh, guess the pilot episode was him cheering on 9-11. End of show. <laughs> I don't think that was it. Remember, but... there were thousands, thousands in Jersey City cheering on 9-11. One of the worst, one of the worst days. Never forget. Remember what we're never forgetting? <sighs> what <laughs> was what was never forget with the real never forget, Mr. President? Please remind me. No, I'm testing you. And if you forgot, then you didn't pay attention. I, I did pay attention. Was it never forget something in Ukraine? I think it was the day I was impeached. That's right. <laughs> Impeachment with the time on it and everything. 846. Uh, at 846 in the morning, they impeached right. the president. And never forget. Never forget. So, Mr. President, good luck with everything. And hopefully we'll be talking next week. I know there's a bounty on your head. But if this is the last time we do speak, these podcasts have been really enjoyable. So, uh, thank you. Well, I know I'm going to be fine. But if I had one last wish, it would be Salma Hayek. <laughs> if, she wants, if she wants to take my head, she can have... She can have my head as long as she gives some head. <laughs> oh, Mr. President. I think my, I think a lot of the haters would go for that deal. They'd say, okay, well, you know, we'll film it for Netflix. That's right. Netflix coming out, what, in a few years? 2021, starring Ivanka Trump. Well, Mr. President. A lot of sex talk on this one. That's what happens when you bring up Selma Hayek. Well, towards the end, I don't think there was much sex talking to the end, Mr. President. Well, BGMP came up, I think. He's always, he's the Freddie Mercury of vice presidents. <laughs> he's the erotica of this podcast. <laughs> so, Mr. President, like I said, good luck. And uh, we will, I, I hope, speak to you next week. Please stay safe. We're going to stay safe. We're going to stay tremendous. We are in no danger. We have no fear. We killed some guy in Iran. We'll kill a lot more. We'll burn their libraries. We'll destroy their history. We'll, you know, we'll eliminate Islam if we have to. <laughs> but other than that, we are very peaceful, and it's going to be a tremendous 2020. And everyone, more Patreon episodes coming out this month. We got to put it over the over the limit, guys. We got what we need forty. We need forty by the end of the month. Patreon.com/slash/mpga. Sign up. We got a rotten oranges coming out this coming week. So sign up now. Top Get on ten board. movies of the year. Get on board, and um, Mr. President, floor is yours. That's all I got. Well, it's. You know, if Salma, if you know Salma Hayek, please tell her the Patreon is on me. I'll give her the free content. She wouldn't have to sign up. But uh, other than that, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Two quick things. Jay, well, Jay already mentioned the Patreon, so please, if you can support that, we'd appreciate it. But uh, we've only picked up one new five-star rating in the last six weeks. Um, so I guess if you are... Uh, a fan of the show and have not given us a rating, we would appreciate just clicking on that five stars and helps boost the numbers guys. Help yeah, us out. Like the algorithm and whatever else they do at Apple, it'll help. So then it costs you nothing. Um, if 
you have a friend who, if you can borrow their phone, if you've already given it, just give it five stars on your friend's phone. It won't do anything to them. Uh, and just a personal announcement. I have no gigs lined up yet. Uh, but my old podcast, some of you may have been fans. The righteous prick podcast is back. Um, what, by the time you listen to this, the first full episode will be up again. It's going to come out every Tuesday like it used to. Um, it hasn't been approved by iTunes yet, but the Podomatic link will be available on, you know, my, on my Twitter page. So you can find it there, uh, become a follower there, and that's it. So you'll get to hear this voice saying angry things as opposed to this voice saying a lot of hateful things and talking about giant Mexican breasts. So that's it, guys. Thank you for listening, and God help us all.